0: Might one, might one, isn't this a lot of fun? Did you, America? Hello there. Welcome to another edition of Did You America? I'm Ian Canfield. He's Jeremy. This is where we discuss all things America and some things that are America adjacent. You want to hear any of our old conversations? They're at uh, didyouamerica.com because we're not yet at the point we have to erase our history.
1: Oh, not yet? I could have sworn we definitely had to get rid of at least four episodes by now. Uh, This is season two episode... Oh, counting is for nerds. I don't do that.
0: Uh, Now, for those of you who uh, listen to this uh, podcast in anything uh, approaching real time, uh, you might notice that we are a day late because we try and uh, record and also release these on uh, Monday and Thursday. Uh, Each week, Um, it's now Friday. We've had to delay the podcast for 24 hours because yesterday Jeremy bought a car with no regard for the fact that as we are recording this, England are about to beat Scotland in life (laughs) scotland you're about to is there a war i don't know about i sent jeremy a text message yesterday in response to his look i've found the car that i want and it's a good deal and i think i need to go get it today can we move the podcast to tomorrow and i said but
1: like it's it's euro 2021 and that is like i thought you guys left the eu
0: i had uh, a couple of people uh, sent in some feedback this week complaining that uh, sometimes it's not so much did you america it's did you texas that we're a bit too texas spe- specific or- for some of our audience so i'm just throwing in some euro stuff uh,
1: for proper balance to start it, this week it may not be did you america but it's definitely did you not england <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's 100 percent did you not england but um
0: even though I can't stand Shitsville, where I'm from. Uh, so in the Euros this time around, because uh, England's team is shit. They never win anything. And they got in a real... I still
1: don't know what you're referring soccer, to. Soccer, no. Jeremy. Soccer. I know the World Cup. And that's it. I think we have a team here. FC Dallas, are they playing? Are they in the Euros? No, because we're not in Europe. Since when? <laughs> I want to say 1776, but I'm not sure. They're
0: in a very, very uh, uh, easy bracket, uh, England. So they played and beat Croatia. I think that was last weekend. And they'll beat Scotland today because they're terrible. But then that's probably it. So you are you are destroying the two-match enjoyment that New York producer, who uh, albeit is in New York, is also a Brit. And I would have a watching England win
1: anything because you had to buy a car on a certain day. You know what he should be watching now that he's in America? Baseball basketball i'll even allow hockey you can watch a little hockey not tennis not soccer definitely not like if you're gonna watch any form of racing it's nascar
0: have we ever uh, discussed the time that um I, I was in america this is before i moved to the greatest country on earth um visiting and the olympics were happening and i'm um, staying at my friend's house And uh, are the Olympics always on NBC? I feel like they've always... No,
1: they change up, but they're always on like one of the main... Right, so I
0: feel like it was NBC. Let's say it was NBC. And um, I'm uh, watching, expecting to see some uh, England and bits and pieces, and uh, it's just America in this and America in that. And, uh, and, you know, this is when I was naive to the way that America, you know, would cover the Olympics. And I turned to my friend and I said to her, "Um, is this just America? And she goes... Well, yeah, why would we show anything else on the Olympics? I said, because in England, the BBC cover the Olympics and it's on 24-7 pretty much for the four weeks that the Olympics last. Wait, really? And and everything, everything is shown. You have to wait till England is occasionally competing. But there's other TV. And she suddenly says to me... You're an American now. Huh? Why would we show anything other than America's greatest hits? I mean,
1: I, for absolutely. I can't believe in England they're like, oh, none of our competitors are in this competition and we're going to watch some Eastern European person win? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, why no, would you watch 100%, that? A hundred
0: percent. That is what the BBC's coverage is. That is what the BBC's coverage is. They're so left-wing in England that if they only showed the English stuff in the Olympics, the BBC would be accused
1: of being xenophobic. There's a reason why you have to get, like, a specialty channel to watch any form of <laughs> soccer here anyway uh we're recording this while uh england will be
0: beating scotland so thank you for uh, taking my attention away from the second of two matches that we'll beat in uh, euro 2021 take that scotland but we're doing red-headed this bastards today because you bought a car yesterday
1: yes i uh I made the genius decision to buy a car in the worst time in the history to buy a car. Why is it the worst time? I Well, like, you know, there's shortages with everything. So, like, right now there's a big, I guess, chip shortage. And it's skyrocketed the price of used cars. It's skyrocketed the price of new cars. You can't get the car specifically I was looking for. Is a very popular car and they're very hard to find. Oh. So... Here's the
0: deal. Is it that getting a car, the cost of a car has increased like the price of gas like crazy. now?
1: you have no... I basically paid new prices for a used car. Thanks, Obama! <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did there? Oh, man. I haven't gotten one of those in so long. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. I... Before this, I had a car that I bought in 2011. Right when it turned 2012, actually. I totaled the car my parents bought me in high school. I used that insurance to buy a Chrysler 300. Mm. And I fell in love with this car as we've talked about before it ha- i put a subwoofer in there i had the top of the roof on the interior uh replaced with black suede i had my windows tinted i had everything painted black. it looked like exhibit had paid you a visit. exactly it was my dream car and i i drove it for 10 years i took great care of it and as of this week, we hit 195,000 miles on that car. I like the fact that you said we, like you've got kinship the car together. with the yeah, car. Of course. So my uh, my mother, who is an uh, overprotective Yenta Jewish mother, for the last three years has been telling me that car is not safe. Go get a new car. Get rid of that car. Why are you still driving that car? No, you can't drive down to Houston in that car. It's not safe. Over and over and over again. And I I would pretend for like two and a half of these years like I was looking for a new car. And I never was because I knew I wanted my car. I loved my car and it was perfectly fine. I didn't need to spend money on a new car. And as we'll get into about this, I uh I didn't realize that the reason I was so held on to this car is because I I'm definitely a little bit of a hoarder and I held on to it for Way too long because I was um, I became very emotionally attached to this car. So now three months ago, finally I found the car that made me say, "Okay, I could see myself in a new car." I wanted to get a little bit of height. I didn't want a truck. I didn't want a big suburban SUV. So I settled on the Toyota 4Runner TRD Pro. Real badass-looking car. You see them all over the road. They're awesome. I will
0: say. Jeremy sent me, uh, sent me some pictures of his new car yesterday, and I'm not into cars at all. It looks pretty good. I mean, pretty good to the extent that when we finish recording this podcast today, I'd almost be tempted to say, oh, I'll have a look at your car. I'll come out with you when you leave my apartment before you leave. You're I mean, the, ch- the chances to. are in about 60 minutes, I won't be asked to get in the elevator. Of but course not. The thought... <laughs>
1: that i it, might want to check out your car there. based on those pictures has crossed my mind i'm i was very excited about the car the problem is is now with this car shortage i was talking about these cars are impossible to find i was calling the earlier this week a dealership in fargo north dakota to see if they would ship me down a brand new one you know what they want to charge me for a brand new 2021 forerunner trd pro seventy one thousand dollars. wow so there's, I mean, the MSRP on it is like 53. Mm. So like they're skyrocketing these prices. So I uh, I ended up calling a bunch of dealerships and one in Frisco that had uh, used 2019 15,000 miles, which with a Toyota is essentially brand new for a, basically the normal new car price. And I had to do it. I booked it. I got the car. I was so excited. Four hour car process is the worst, but I sat through it. I made it. And then, this morning, I woke up, I went to drive my new car to the office, and instead, I found myself getting in my old car.
0: You fucking freak!
1: Yeah. You... I still drove my old car today and you know because I am
0: missing England beat Scotland so you could buy a new car the car of your dreams yesterday that apparently is so not the car of your dreams you took to work this morning the old car that has been beat up for the last that your mother's been telling you to get rid of for the last three years. What?
1: Dude, I, I've come to the realization that I am... I'm planning
0: to, to just stop this now and go, fuck it, we'll be back on Monday. On I'm playing the soccer the game. <laughs> what are, you, are you
1: kidding me? I, I realize, like, I am absolutely a therapist's no wet dream. No
0: one, no one, no one, no one gets a new car and then goes, oh, God, you know, I'll
1: drive my old uh, one to work. I don't know what it is. For some reason, I... I don't like getting rid of old things. Uh, we've, we, I don't think we talked about it on the pod, but one day I showed up here and I was wearing new glasses. And the reason I'm wearing new glasses is because I broke my old ones. And those old ones were very expensive and I wore them for three years. They're broken. There's it's a plastic piece. You can't fix them. I still haven't thrown them out. But, man. They're sitting okay. in my drawer. Car- I can't. I can't let go i can't throw things out it is i don't know all right, what it th- is th- that, that that's a holder but that's a holder that's what that I'm is currently hoarding my old car i couldn't let go of it i have such an emotional attachment to it it's a, it's a car
0: look i i've seen we've all seen the tv shows with people that have still got newspapers from 1956 and live in two tons of their own shit but people that you, unless you're super rich generally a car is the second most expensive
1: thing you buy you have a house and then right. you have a car oh, right yeah, no so, was, this was the most expensive purchase s- i've ever made so
0: unless you are super rich buying a car getting a new car to lease whatever it is even if you're not into cars and i'm not into cars at all it's a big deal because it's a big purchase you, you know you're going to spend a lot of time in it or, or <clears> especially <throat> living in dfw where you drive everywhere and you you were talking about getting one ship from who the fuck knows where to, to come down for Far the Right. North dakota yeah, exactly from who the fuck knows where you were so invested in this sp- specific model of car and then you end up getting one and then you still drive your own car to but, work But this, you real? i'm very well aware as is as is as is and this isn't just my anger talking because england have probably scored already it's nine minutes into the match um I am very well aware as is anyone who uh, listens to Did You America and we are grateful for you listening that both you and I are people with a great number of idiosyncrasies. This is the weirdest fucking thing about you you've told me.
1: <laughs> but you, so you have to realize though, it took me it took me 3 years just to get up to work up to the idea of getting a new car. I 3 years ago could have afforded I could afford the new car. I could have went out and bought it. I didn't do it. I couldn't let go of this car. So, and I gave myself a bunch of like, bullshit reason car actually here I so and the by the way was, we're
0: in deep Pelham. did you ask a homeless person to look
1: after it because I, I was so scared i was like <laughs> where am i parking this are you sure i can't park in your building
0: i will say right there, <laughs> deep Pelham, where i live which is known for being a little sketchy from time to time um it's also really bad for parking in general because there's a, a couple of main streets of just loads of bars and stuff so if people go out for a night in deep elm they normally uber but there are a few parking lots and i've had friends of mine that have driven over here to meet me for an evening out and in these parking lots you you pay to park right Right. and they've found a parking spot and paid to park in an official parking lot right but yet as they're leaving their car a random homeless person has come up to them and asked if 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 they want to pay the homeless person to look after the car while it's it's in a legitimate parking lot
1: and dfw i have paid for countless parking spots that i didn't realize till after i got back that they weren't valet they were homeless (laughs) it's happened multiple times but here's the thing i gave myself every excuse for why i didn't drive my car to work this morning it was five in the morning i didn't want to drive a brand new car while i was tired i didn't my uh my toll tag was still in the old car you know i i didn't print out my inch my new insurance head every excuse in the world realistically I absolutely should have driven my brand new car to work. So I did go home. I got my new car. I drove it here. It was a very exciting moment. But now, you know, what am I going to do with my old car? Well, I was just just sitting there. As a
0: friend... Do you want to give me the keys
1: and have me drive it away? Does my, it need to be like... My friend texted me today. And he was like, we should do something fun. Because, I mean, again, it has 195,000 miles on. The paint is chipping off. There's an oil leak right now. I can maybe get $1,000 max for it for all the parts once it's all said and done. So he was like, let's do something fun. Like, let's Drive take it off it. a cliff. That's literally what he said. Is like, let's shoot it with guns and make it turn it into a Viking funeral. And even to see that in text message, it broke my heart. I couldn't imagine doing that to my non-human car. I understand what Michael Knight must have felt the first time he didn't have Kit on his side. <laughs> that was my Kit.
0: Sure, it didn't talk. I, right, this is the only time you've ever brought up Knight Rider. Because I knew you this would podcast. understand. You're so desperate to rationalize The most fucked up facet of you, and my God, there's a lot. But the most fucked up facet of you that I've just understood—you're so you're so desperate to to rationalise it. You've actually brought up a night rider comparison in the hope that I'll go, oh yeah, no, that makes. I get it now. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how much sense this makes to to your point. To your point, Mr. Hoffman, there is an episode where I forget what happens, but Kit goes wrong. He's in like a really bad crash, right? right? and uh, and and they don't know if they're going to be able to rebuild the car so the car has to go into uh, the, the the workshop, right. right? But because Kit is like super duper technical, it looks more like a hospital, right? <laughs> and 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 they're working on Kit like day after day. It literally looks like the car is parked in a surgery, oh, rather you know, <laughs> like a
1: white yeah yeah, yeah. around it. it. doesn't look,
0: it doesn't look like it's in your average car dealer maintenance right. place. It, it looks like it's in an actual surgery, and uh, they're basically going. Uh, they say like Michael, like it's really bad, and there is one scene. Where, as if Kit is an elderly relative dying of something terrible in a hospital room, Michael's on the other side of the door because he's not allowed into the surgery and he's looking forlornly at Kit and he starts crying. Are you trying to
1: make me cry? I totally understand it. Listen, man, it's not just a car, it was my best friend for 10 years, it, it traveled with me everywhere. Look it can't talk and it
0: can't turbo boost for fuck's sake (laughs) I mean Jesus Christ I tell you what I would be up for doing though this Viking funeral I like the idea of now if we can we we, get a replacement car if we go out and no we're gonna you need to put this car to rest if we're gonna go out and start shooting it with guns can we can we deliberately like this happened in Knight Rider and the A-Team and all my favorite shows pretty much every week can we go and like deliberately shoot at the gas tank to make the thing go
1: up I mean if we're gonna shoot the car we're gonna shoot deliberately Uh... at the gas tank you don't shoot a car without the intention of it exploding no. I don't want to see that happen to my baby oh my god you are Michael Knight crying through the fucking door I look the- just like him <laughs> abs and everything
0: <laughs> wow quite astonishing how long do you think it's gonna if, if we're still doing this in like three months time and you've still got a second car <laughs> it's my weekend car now oh my god <laughs> Wow. No, I'll get rid of it eventually. It'll it'll just hurt. Um, I actually I got two very good car stories. We we don't have time for both of them. So choose your own adventure. Do you want the time Pat Benatar's car dealer drove me a new car from from Hollywood to Phoenix, or do you want the time? <laughs> i took someone that i thought was a coke dealer who turned out to be a car dealer to go to another dealership to negotiate my
1: deal because i had no voice okay <laughs> I, see that's not fair both of those are just so intriguing i have to go with the coke dealer story but you will you will tell the pat benatar story eventually uh, so um i uh, i had a
0: car um on a three-year lease like you do and um, the lease was coming up. And I, 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 like, like I have said, I'm not into cars. I like them to be comfortable and reliable. But beyond that, I, you know, I, I don't really care. Uh, and um, so I, you know, I didn't know whether I was going to start, you know, buy the car, trade it in for another one, you know, like whatever. And um, so I text one of my buddies who's a mechanic. And I said, uh, what do you think? Like, you've seen the car. What, What, what should I do? And I said, you know, I don't really I can't be asked with going into the dealers and dealing with all their bullshit like I don't. So I've got some friends that cherish the moments where you can, you know, play the game with the car dealer of getting the price down. And all. I'm like, I can't. I can't nah, screw be that. That's
1: too much time.
0: Right. So um, he says to me, oh, you should call my buddy whatever. And I said, now I should put this into context. This is at the time when I've recently stopped drinking, but at the point at which I'd met this buddy that my friend, the car mechanic, is referring to, I was very much still drinking. Okay. Right? And he says, "Yeah, you should text my buddy, uh, da, da 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 da. He'll help you out." And I said, um, "Remind me who he is again." And he says, "You know, blah 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 blah." blah. And I said to him, I "Thought he was your coke dealer." <laughs> and he goes. No, he's a car dealer. What, you can't be both? I said, oh, I think I might have put him in my phone incorrectly. <laughs> Damn autocorrect. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I have vague recollections of 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 being very drunk in a bar with a bunch of friends and this other person, the friend of a friend, showing up. And I think in my drunk state, I just decided that he was a drug dealer
1: uh, he's wearing a fedora definitely but, a drug dealer but
0: in, but, in, but in actual fact he was and now I don't actually know I, I, I'm not sure whether he was an actual official car dealer but he worked he had a, he had a, a proper job he drove a car he definitely well that's how he drove the drugs around no, um, <laughs> he definitely he definitely had a job um working with cars but as a sideline and this is if you're the right type of person a really good hustle as a sideline he used to take cash from people to find them used cars and that because he worked in the car industry so he knew where the good deals were right and basically he was like the he he was like someone that you went to like a mr fix it if you wanted to buy a new car Get a good deal on it and not deal with all of the bullshit from the car dealers, right? So I said, "How have I confused this for cocaine? None of this makes
1: any sense." <laughs> that sounds like a good side hustle. I still think it'd be better to be a coke dealer. So anyway, um, he's like, "No,
0: you get like get your car." So so I um. I, he uh, I, I goes I'll text him and remind him who you are and you know that you're, you're going to be in touch right? right now at this point I uh, we've, we've mentioned this on the podcast before I had really bad uh, laryngitis it turned out to be nerve damage I lost my voice I could barely talk so I'm doing all this via text message so I end up texting this guy and he's like yeah I remember you from that night in the bar you were really drunk and I'm thinking <laughs> you've no idea how drunk <laughs> because because in my mind I should be texting you at the moment going I want two grams yeah <laughs> four wheel drive in an a ball please <laughs> yeah, exactly so um so it turns out this is his side hustle this is great right his fixed fee is $300 in cash right you tell him what your budget is and what kind of cars you like right and then he basically finds if that car is available within that budget Okay, yeah. the local so he
1: does all the research within for Within the local area.
0: Then he goes with you and acts like an attack dog at the dealership wow. to get you an even better deal. And he says, I look to save my customers between three and five grand, depending on what the car is. You pay me $300, you don't have to do any of the work. But of course, his whole function in this is made even better because i literally don't have any so i we have a discussion about what i want to spend and blah 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 and uh you know i had a mazda i said you know mazda's are reliable i'm gonna stick with a mazda so he goes all right sit tight i'll get back to you in a few hours literally a few hours later he goes um There's one that's available. It was like a 40-mile drive away. We're having this conversation like, I don't know, Friday lunchtime maybe. He goes, the dealership's open till 9 o'clock tonight. We're going to meet there at 7.30. It's the best time to close a deal because they just want to sell one more car for the day. Right. And so, uh, and he goes, by the way, can you call me if you really not got a voice? And I was like, no, I can't call you because I don't
1: have a voice.
0: So I call him and give him, it was almost like we were doing a little uh, dress rehearsal for our stand-up routine at the dealership. (laughs) So I'm like, uh, uh," and he's like, fucking great. This is going to be amazing when we go in there. So he goes, "Uh, you need to
1: have to give them a little bit of Coke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're going to feel so bad for you. You need to meet me around the corner before we go in so I can give you the run of play, right? So I pull up like a block down from the dealership and meet the guy. What is he, a quarterback? uh, He is
1: like huddling before
0: the play? No, because you've got a lineup that he basically needs to give me like what his pitch is going to be for how we play it. And he goes, so... This is what they're asking. This uh, this is already saving you a few thousand dollars, but I think we can get it down more. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm going to be blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and you don't talk throughout any of it. Normally I say that to my clients, but you actually can't talk. So it makes it even better, right? And he goes, if at any point I say, right, we're done, you just get up and we're going to walk out because we might have to walk out three times before I get the deal, <laughs> but just follow it through. And... uh. And, I'm, and he goes, and they can't call you back in because you can't talk to them anyway. This is great. <laughs> so anyway, and that we go in there... And that's exactly. We walk in and we sit down, right? And uh, and they were just expecting him to come and do a deal, and then they figure out, like, oh my God, like this guy actually isn't the guy buying the car. This is the guy buying the car who might as well be deaf, dumb, and blind as far as they're concerned. <laughs> and this Can guy, this <laughs> this guy is just an absolute attack dog. And we literally sit down, and he goes, "No, I'm representing him. By the way, he's got really bad laryngitis, so I'll be doing all the talking." Oh no!
1: <laughs> At that point, they should have just said, "Just take the car, sir." And sure enough, we got up to leave
0: twice. Didn't have to do it three times, right? During the, he's like, like he told me a certain look he'd give me, and he goes, "If I give you this look, you just shake your head, and then we're ready to walk because they'll come <laughs> down again, right?" And um, and uh, in the end, like he had got them down on the price got them to fix up something else they added something else to the car um he did it so i couldn't even leave with the car then because he wanted them to redo a couple of things like touch it up and all these kind of bits and pieces and then at the end of the day he said to me all right i know i told you that we were gonna like leave with your new car he goes but uh you know We're gonna come back here and get the car in like three days' time once they've made all these changes. And look, we hit these fuckers here till 11, and they still came down about four grand. (laughs) And I'm like, excited grunts. And then when I went back to pick up the car, I went back by myself because we'd agreed everything and signed all the paperwork. And uh, and literally, the guy in the dealership said to me so you didn't bring your attack dog today? (laughs) And I just looked at him and was like, and he said to me, So the voice is genuine. That also wasn't just part of the I was was like, (laughs)
1: like, nope, this is real. That's the only part that's real. I
0: thought the best conclusion to this, if I could have spoken, would have been saying to the car dealer, you know, I
1: thought that guy used to be a drug dealer. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely could have used that guy yesterday because if not getting me a deal, you know, at least cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Not a coke dealer. I just. But you know, when you don't know that, you don't know what he does every minute of the day. He
0: works with He gets you a deal on cars.
1: And you could do that while being a Coke dealer. That's all I'm saying. It's called entrepreneurship, my friend. All right, we've got a ton of
0: other American stuff uh, to uh, talk about, including uh, more power issues in Texas and Mavs issues in Texas and uh, Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. Because of Texas. Uh, Because of Texas. So anyone who said that this is more Did You Texas and Did You America, you're clearly not correct. Just remember, it's Did You Not England. (laughs) Right. Uh, And we'll get to that and also a reminder of what is Song of the Week in part two. Hang around, everybody. All right, let's do part two of Did You America. Quick reminder of the song of the week choices. You can vote via didyouamerica.com or on my Twitter where there is a poll. I'm at Ian Canfield on Twitter. Uh, Your three choices are as follows. New York Producer has gone with Solar Power by Lord. I went with Sync by Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. And my choice, What You Say by Cold War Kids. So they are your options. What You Say by Cold War Kids, Sync by Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud, or Solar Power by Lord. Vote at digioamerica.com or... You can vote at the poll on my Twitter where I'm at, Ian Canfield. Uh, you can also uh, talk to us if you want to get in touch with the show via any of those three platforms. Ian Canfield on Twitter, Camfield off the radio on Instagram, or just uh, send us a message or even a voice message if you would like at uh, didyouamerica.com. All right, some stuff going on in Texas. First of all, what the fuck is
1: going on with the Mavs? Oh, man, you had to just go right into this. I... So not only did I have to deal with the stress of buying a new car yesterday and losing out on my beloved old car, now my beloved Mavericks have turned into a goddamn dumpster fire.
0: Yeah, so first of all, the general manager gets fired, right? Well, he stepped down, but because... Got fired.
1: He's, No, he actually did step down because Mark Cuban hired someone else who started doing more of his job and he didn't like the way the team was going so he was like screw this i'm leaving and now yesterday our championship winning one of the three best coaches in the nba decided he was gonna do the same rick carlisle had been there for what 13 seasons yeah. lucky 13. brought us our only championship he... so all right so up until monday I would have defended... I thought you I were going to start with up until Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that goes a lot into this. I would have told you up until Monday that Mark Cuban was the unquestioned best owner in sports. Not the NBA, not in Dallas... Of all of sports. If you look at what he has done for the league, what he has done for the players, what he has done for sports in America, he hasn't just changed the Mavericks, he hasn't just changed the NBA. He has just changed the sports landscape Mm. in America. He was the first owner when he came in. You know, owners, it was just a business. It was just a chip. It was nothing fun. He showed up courtside to the games going crazy, showed the passion that it took to truly own and run a team. He started caring for the players, giving them, you know, Now you look at a locker room of any sports team, it's done up with lights and all these Mm. electronics, and it looks better than your house. He
0: did seem like a person who uh, knew the business and loved the sport. He
1: started all of that. He was the one that put the power in the player's hands. And what happened was the one downside, the one downside, I could have told you of Mark Cuban as the owner was, he was too focused on A, becoming a celebrity, and in more recent years, B, becoming a financial and political talking head. Right Now, I would have told you that if you look at the grand scheme of things, that hasn't had a big impact on the Mavericks. He's still there every game. He's still the same passion owner talking about the league and the problems and all this. But, you know, a few years ago, the Mavs had a scandal on the business side of things. And Mark Cuban, when he was defending himself in that Came out and was like, "Hey, you know, I I haven't been as focused as I should be on the team. I'm gonna hire someone good. I'm gonna put focus on the team. And now with this, it just makes it seem like that issue that was affecting the culture of the Mavs business side has now dripped over to the management and actual team side. Now, I would have told you the reason why the Mavs have been a successful team for the last two decades now almost, is not because of Dirk, is not because of coaching, is not because of the teams they built. It's because of the culture that Mark Cuban helped establish here in Dallas. Mm. That has now been tarnished. Mark Cuban, his issue is is whenever there was a problem with the Mavs, his ego would say, oh, let me hop in, let me work my billionaire magic, hocus pocus, boom, it's fixed. Fixed and then go back to my TV show. And because he was doing that, he wasn't as paying attention as he used to be. He hired the wrong people. He didn't see that players were not getting along with these people he was empowering. That the people that had been in his inner circle for years didn't accept the moves that he had been making. And finally, they had enough. And now, the Mavs are in a situation where we have one of the three best players in the NBA and in the summer where we could officially sign him to a long deal, we've tanked that culture and that front office that would have made him willing to sign the deal in the first is place.
0: Is Luca going to come back? Where's he from? The Dominican Republic? The Slovenia. Uh, Slovenia. Sorry, so, yeah, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> you, know what, you know what Luca's doing right now? He's watching the Euros. Right. He's yeah, watching he England definitely beat is. Scotland. <laughs> but he went back to,
1: uh, Slovenia. Uh, to, to Slovenia. Is he going to come back to Dallas and be like, where do everyone go? I, I, if I was him, I wouldn't come back. I, you know, that's that's the edge of the sword. Is Mark Cuban? What he helped establish is player empowerment. And players in today's NBA, when they're not happy, you know what they say? They say trade me. Mm. And if you don't trade me, I'm not showing up to play. Mm. And teams inevitably trade them. It, Luca has all the power now. If he wanted to do that, he could do that tomorrow. Hopefully, he's not. There was a little bit of good news today. The Mavs are bringing back our savior the big daddy, tall baller from the G, the man who took this team out of their depths and risen like the phoenix from the ashes, the great Dirk Nowitzki, is coming back to help Mark Cuban with the decision of who he's going to hire as GM and coach. Now, this was absolutely a saving face move for Cuban. Everyone in the fan base hates him right now, so let's bring back the star franchise player to these things. But inevitably what will happen is Dirk will become our general manager. He'll hire Jason Kidd, who was on that 2011 championship team as our coach, and all will be okay. But the damage, the damage is there. And now the clock is ticking on if Luca will come back.
0: So for those people who uh think that this uh podcast is way too pro-Texas and we don't dare ever critique anything in Texas, that's a critique of the Mavs. Here comes a critique of Governor Abbott, a man who broadly speaking, I actually really like. Mr. Abbott,
1: Governor Abbott, what the fuck are you doing about aircall? Ugh. Oh. You know what the best thing about ERCOT is? Still, you know, of course, for those not listening in Texas, ERCOT is who took all the blame when we had that crazy winter storm back in February. But before that, nobody knew what ERCOT was. And now, you know what's brought Texas together this month? It's not, you know, the new gun laws that abbott signed in it's not anything on you know political what we have all agreed on is that ERCOT is to blame for everything
0: i didn't realize until i moved to texas that uh, you, you know you hear these stories that every so often a bunch of people in texas want to become their own country um well you could say that a uh, progress was made towards that when texas didn't secede from america but it did secede from america's power grid and um <laughs> you will not take our energy <laughs> no literally so, um, Texas has its own power grid. It's run by a company called ERCOT, and we've now uh, discovered that they are an absolute piece of shit. So, it became global news uh, back in the winter that we had uh, the worst uh, snowstorm—the kind of snowstorm that Texas only gets uh, one every 100 years—and we had those rolling blackouts on power because ERCOT couldn't keep up with the uh, the demand for supply. Um, and then this week in Texas, the temperatures have been hot, but not even excruciatingly hot by Texas standards. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, the 90s. Yeah, daytime highs have been in the 90s. The weatherman, weather women, don't be sexist. We'll tell you weather things with uh, the weather they,
1: <laughs> right?
0: It weather. It weather will tell you. Weather it will tell you that, uh, you know, oh, it's a high of 94 today with a heat index. That's going to be about 102. Yes, that's hot. It's not excruciatingly hot by Texas standards. And it's the kind of weather that you would ex- expect halfway through June if you were a Texan. ERCOT put out some warnings earlier on this week asking people to conserve power because they were concerned that they might have to do rolling power outages again and their guide on conserving power was recommended temperatures you should set your air conditioning at, at different times of the day. Ercot's suggestion was: when
1: you're asleep at night, you should set your thermostat to 83 degrees. Fuck off! Who sleeps in that type of weather? When I uh, we've talked about before, there was one summer I when I was in school in Arizona that I stayed for the summer and. That was the single most miserable summer of my life. Right. I used to sleep with my fan on the AC at 70 and a second fan like you know one of those like stand up fans that like spin in circles and are supposed to cool a whole room. I would literally cuddle that in my bed. <laughs> I was I I made love to that fan on several occasions. Well,
0: for a start, and I might be being uh, politically incorrect by saying this now. Uh you should man up. The correct temperature to sleep at is 75 with a fan on. 70 no. is just no.
1: You have After sleeping, you're supposed to be cold so you can bundle up. Everyone knows that. I had a roommate. So it was, you know, we lived in a nine person house. It was massive. But that summer it was just me and him. So we had to pay for all the energy bills. But, you know, I was a spoiled college kid at the time. And so was he. So I don't know why this was thinking, but, you know. My mom was paying for the energy bills at the time of the house, so, of course, being an asshole 19-year-old, I didn't think once of what the cost of the energy bill was, but for some reason, my roommate thought about this all the time. So every morning, he would wake up for school at 7 a.m., and he would see that I cranked down the AC at night, and what would he do to punish me? Well, I was he got to enjoy the 70 degrees while he was asleep, but while I was asleep, he moved it back up to the ERCOT Recommended 82, and I would wake up in a pool of sweat and miserable. So... Also um the two
0: things about this so first of all it's ridiculous because uh, you know ERCOT are basically telling us that they can't provide the power properly when it's cold and they can't provide the power properly when it's hot and there's two things that have particularly annoyed me about this first of all because i also used to live in arizona i spent uh, four years there before i moved to the great state of texas so i got a, a, a message from one of our listeners in arizona alex who said hey what about this and it's uh, two captions one says texas you bitches could never handle the heat like texas it's 96 degrees all week and then the next caption is arizonans in a bane voice you merely adopted the heat i was born in it molded by it i didn't see the temperatures below 100 until i was already a man and by then it was nothing to me but cold so (laughs) our listeners in arizona are calling Texans weak because we can't cope with temperatures of about 96 degrees. But we we are appearing weaker because we've got a power provider that are telling us that we should be sleeping in 83 degree temperatures at night because when it's 96 degrees during the daytime outside, they might have problems
1: providing us with power. Listen here, Mr. Arizona. We aren't complaining about the temperature here in Texas. Unlike your horrible, desert, disgusting environment here in the great state of Texas. You know what we have all throughout? We have lakes everywhere. So when we get a little overheated, you know what we do? We just go to the lake, we jump in a large body of water. You guys have some lakes in Arizona, maybe you should try it sometime. But what we are mad about is the energy provider telling us that they do not have enough energy to keep us properly cool and in texas we do not like being told that we can't be stay, we can't be kept properly cool
0: i i absolutely agree with that and i would also add this is the thing that really gets me it's one thing to have our listeners from arizona basically going (laughs) not as tough as you think texas the thing that really gets to me is as i said ERCOT have now proved that they can't provide a proper service when it's cold and they can't provide a proper service when it's hot. And can you guess the area where that happens with just about every other fucking service industry? If you can't operate properly in the hot, and you can't operate properly in the cold, and things shut down and cease to work as the service is designed to do, it's
1: like living in England! Oh no, I thought you were going to say Yugoslavia. Fucking England, that is the that is the
0: epicenter of everything I can't stand about the UK when it's too cold things stop working when it's too hot things stop working because nothing works the whole fucking time and I read these things and I see the news reports on NBC5 and I just th- I actually shouted at my TV have you got fucking Brits running car? <laughs> because that's what it's like
1: I gotta say man we're both pretty fired up in this part too let's go like get our pitchforks and really hit a riot <sighs>
0: So yes, and where is it now? Okay, Abbott, you're build, Governor Abbott, you're building your own wall. Good, go for your life. But what about the fucking service provider? I also think one other thing on ERCOT is that they're, they're so shit now um, because it was such a terrible uh, week where they did the rolling power outages um, during the winter that they just want to shock people into doing things like sleeping at 82 degrees because it was so bad before. They basically, because they, they, they've used shock tactics so Texans lower their expectations, right? In the same way that after they did the rolling power outages and the snow subsided and things got back to normal. Yes, there appeared to be some sort of investigation as to what screwed up, and I, I don't think I've had a satisfactory enough answer <laughs> for that. I, I saw a man from ERCOT appearing on the TV, dressed in a suit and tie, who apparently was taking a high six-figure salary to, f- to do fuck all during the snow. Apparently, well, I don't, I don't remember the, the 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 upshot of that. Not enough people were fired. Not there weren't enough answers. But but rather than just doing that and going, we we'll, we'll figure this out. They put out that statement, going, "You thought it was bad. Let me tell you, we were. It was something like 4.7 seconds away from having a complete blackout in Texas for several months."
1: Uh, You know, when the when the first storm happened, we said, like, you know, there were a bunch of conspiracies going around, and one that I pitched was that maybe ERCOT. was doing this on purpose. Like maybe they had nothing to do with it and there was something going on in Texas that they had no control over, but they saw how angry people were and how divided everyone was. And they said, let's bring everyone together. So they created a common enemy. With this, you know what I'm starting to think? Urquhart, they liked their viral moment. They liked being the company that no one knew and everyone was talking about. There, I haven't experienced one blackout yet. My AC's been pumping no problem. But they put that up because they said, you know what people need right now? They need the memes. And we can provide the memes. And they've <laughs> provided the memes this week. That's about all they've provided, though.
0: All right. One other thing that's uh, kind of Texas-related, uh, but also for uh, America as a whole, uh, Juneteenth is now going to be a federal holiday. We did uh, it. Which I think is an excellent idea. Um, I noticed that they uh, that they decided to officially make it a federal holiday. The year that Juneteenth is already a weekend day. Oh yes, yeah.
1: Party Central. I'm getting blackout <laughs> right now. Where's the booze? Where's that Iron Maiden beer? Bust it out, my friend. You're joining me. You're getting tipsy today. So
0: uh, the Senate voted uh, unanimously for it on Tuesday, and then the the House passed it yesterday. I uh, I did the math on this. I think this is now the eleventh federal holiday uh, annually in this in the states right it's a good guess for me i would have said
1: 12 to 18
0: well yeah there's those other holidays that like they claim as holidays but no one really gets like national
1: asparagus day right Right. exactly
0: like national sneezing day i hate that national chocolate ice cream day love that that day that kind of thing uh but i think this is going to be a um This is going to be a holiday. Now, I did see uh, a few people uh, were raising objections to it. And I'm thinking, like, what? First of all, it's totally justified, I think, in it being
1: a national holiday. I mean, how can you be mad about a holiday? Unless you're really a racist. Rob, yes.
0: (laughs) I mean, like, even if... if They're
1: probably upset. They're like, I got a stain on my hood. It's in the laundry. (laughs) And now this is a holiday. Well,
0: that kind of was my thinking. I mean, even if you've got extreme right-wing politics and for whatever reason you think that... That someone was claiming somewhere
1: that it was going to take away the attention from 4th of July. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, That's, you know what, that's... that's, we're not going to politicize this, okay? It's not right-wing politics. It's not left-wing politics. Those people who are against this are racist mm. and un-American. Yeah. Now, I- it's not because, you know what, it's it's situations like that where then the divide happens because mm. everyone says, oh, it's Republicans, oh, it's Democrats. And the truth is, is this has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with uh, – Sadly, large group of racists in this country that have somehow discovered the internet after not knowing what the internet was for its first 20 years. And they really don't know how to use the internet. So the way that they use the internet is they just spread idiocy. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That was a very
0: adult segment you just did there, I'm, Jeremy. I'm that, fired up they, today. No one would ever think that you're, me a that, job. that you're so messed up you can't get rid of your used car after Listen, spending
1: $70,000 on a new one. I have my problems. I mean, I I didn't th- spend, first of all, I didn't spend 70000 either. <laughs> Let's not put that out there. I do not make that money. But yeah, I mean,
0: I totally agree with you. And, and you are, I mean, if you're so racist, you're turning down an
1: extra day off. I mean, that's right. the, at the core, right? Sir, I believe in working every day. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Christmas, which you better call Christmas. While we're
0: uh, debunking some uh, ridiculous ideas, uh, Billie Eilish and her boyfriend are racist. Apparently, that's a, that, that's, a, that's a ridiculous idea. That's a new thing uh, today.
1: Um, Do you know what's scary? What? Is there? It's no longer like the usual suspects saying canceled. you know, when we heard the the Cosby, the Weinsteins, those are people that, you know, there were rumors about right, for quite right, some right, time. Right, right. But now they're going after the cancel the people who you would think could never be canceled you know we talked about a few weeks ago the seth rogan thing and your argument was he was coming up being like please don't cancel me yeah. I'm, but clearly you were right sir that is what was going on because this week alone james corden they tried to cancel him what did he do so because i guess he got, on, he got fat and he's, he got, he, 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 no, he got hang on. skinny no like, no, no, are he you got, doing? no i'm getting it
0: the wrong way around he's fat and he's trying to get skinny and that's not acceptable fat anymore. Fat shaming <laughs> right no, <laughs> he, we say well it?
1: i guess on his show they have some segment where they they ask you a question that you either eat a gross food or answer the question oh yeah i've seen it so they br- I've, I've seen it so they get it'll be him
0: and whoever the interviewee is and they have a list of uh, really uh, contentious questions for the interviewee and for james Corden. um and you either answer the question so if you're the interviewee because it goes back and forth the interviewee could say how much do you get paid per episode for the Late Late Show, right? right. Something that, or, you know, yeah. or like... And he know. wouldn't normally want yeah, to yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I don't know. Are you secretly gay? Yeah. Whatever it is. No, he'd be like, oh, are you kidding me? My <laughs> wife's doing that for years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An- anything that would be like a personal thing or something embarrassing to admit, and you can either honestly answer the question, or you can eat some sort of revolting-looking right. food that's in front of you. So
1: I guess a lot of times... I is it, was it,
0: is it was it to do with the fact that this wasn't on his dance? He's not allowed to eat (laughs) so. It's
1: fried. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess some of the dishes that they do are dishes that are normally served in Asian cultures, and so people. But here's the thing: is you know what? Some cultures, including America, eat gross food. You know, there's like 20 different countries that eat horse. That's disgusting. So if I want to call out you eating a horse as gross, guess what? Deal with it. It's kind of gross. Let me turn... You can call me gross for eating Cheetos. That's fine. Let me... Okay. Cheetos are gross. I'll
0: turn I'll turn this on its head. As my buddy, who is a gym trainer, used to remind me every time I told him I'd eaten one. Do you know what they put in hot dogs?
1: <laughs> right? I mean... Oh, hot dogs are the best. I don't care what anyone. No, I every know. time I've everyone they t- try to tell me what they. You, do you remember the? Here's this is how fat my fatness gets. Do you remember the documentary sizing? Yeah, 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 yeah i the first time i watched it paused it 10 minutes in because i had to go get mcdonald's (laughs) i couldn't handle watching someone else eat all that mcdonald's and i couldn't eat it as well i digress the other non-cancellable that is getting cancelled this week uh lin-manuel miranda he just put out that movie i think it's called in the heights yeah that movie was literally made on the premise of we are going to make the single most woke movie of all time. Right. And still, it wasn't woke enough because this week people got mad at the casting. One of the characters, I guess, was either not light-skinned or dark-skinned enough. I'm not sure. But either way, they're getting upset about the the tone of a person. Wow. And he is – I mean, how can you cancel Lin-Manuel Miranda? Wow. He made a rap musical about yep. a revolutionary. Brought hip hop to Broadway. Who would have ever thought? Wow, I didn't know that. So yeah, I mean, no
0: one's so, for so, sure getting cancelled so, for this. And now you, um, with the, So the James Corden cancellation is because he presents foreign foods as being not appetizing. Is that essentially it? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. That is crazy. So the, um... And he's trying to get thin. God damn it! Well, how dare you, sir? <laughs> Fat pride. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's, now, some video appeared on TikTok of Billie Eilish, which also uh, people are now suggesting has been completely mocked up. Now, so it's it maybe uh, in a. Also, if you go back into, I think this is it's suggesting that it's from Billie Eilish's past. She's only about five years old now. <laughs> she I mean, doesn't, doesn't like, have a she, past. Write, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying no. she's not five. She's like nineteen. No. No, I'm something. saying she doesn't have a past. But She's you, not old enough. But if you go, like, if you start digging up things that Billie Eilish did five ten years ago you are literally dealing with a child right literally <laughs> a child right yeah, i hope
1: they don't find my teenage ways <laughs> um
0: so anyway and the, people aren't even sure if this video is genuine or if it's been uh doctored because apparently she's mocking um uh black accent and y- using some slurs and then i don't know Now that she uh boyfriend's name is uh matthew tyler Voss. do we know who he is i would have just guessed it was her brother
1: okay well They're dating too right <laughs> I don't know. Would you really be that surprised if it came out was like, hey guys, I know this is going to be a weird headline, but Billy Eilish and Phineas, they fucking. The parents, they watch. You have to. The grandparents are disappointed. They can't believe what's happening. There is a. There is a, light, a the slight incestuous vibe. I'm saying they, whenever they perform together, they're doing like the the Bruce Springsteen and what he does with his wife, where they sing into the mic right next, to them. like they look into each other's eyes all lovingly. Like, first of all, <laughs> uh, my brother's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. I would never. I haven't even think I've ever looked in my brother's eyes. Right. That's fucking weird. Right oh is that that's it? it yeah <laughs> no that's that's it i'm telling you I, i'm not that's uh, their relationship is weird
0: all right so apparently uh the person who is her boyfriend not her brother just got those two separated um apparently made uh, racist and homophobic comments in the past But again, and I I don't know who uh, Matthew Tyler Valls is, but let's assume that he's of a similar age of of Billie Eilish. This is going to be the the, the things that he said, like, literally as a kid, if indeed he did say them. And and to your point, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I know quite a lot about Billie Eilish. She is 100% part of the woke liberal brigade and has been championing various causes. So it's like, have you... Is the cancelling culture, does it have such an appetite that now you have to go after the people that were
1: effectively on your side i think now it's just gonna flip and basically if you don't get canceled it'll be like being canceled you know it's like people are only going to become fans of the people who have been canceled there's a thing on uh reddit as well
0: uh i don't want to keep on with this too long because you know cancel culture just ends up driving you nuts but um uh, a new uh, thread on Reddit for uh, dead people that should be cancelled. I think we've, we've run out of uh, people that, 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 that the woke brigade have decided are deserving to be cancelled. So yeah. they're now A, going after their own, and B, going after dead people. And apparently we should be going after David Bowie because he's alleged to have had sex with underage girls, and James Brown for his horrific abuses of women. Uh, now, even if people... And there's other people on this list like Thomas Edison... Henry Ford. What did they do? (laughs) Uh, In most cases, it's people who are known for not being nice bosses. Prince is on this list because he was absolutely awful to work with. Now, I didn't work with Prince, and I understand that he was a prima donna and had some very high standards. Was Prince someone who deserved to be cancelled or was he just a difficult boss and incredibly
1: eccentric? Yeah, I feel like we can't keep cancelling people just for being assholes, well, you know? So
0: there was, um, uh, I think it was Sinead O'Connor that was talking about uh, working with Prince, because Prince wrote um, Nothing, Nothing Compares to you. to you. And um, she was... Uh, firing a load of allegations at prince but again it wasn't anything that i read as being oh this man's a terrible human being um he came across as being maybe not a particularly nice person and quite a hard taskmaster and i'm reading this you know these these allegations against prince came from sinead o'connor um a few weeks ago and i'm thinking well this is kind of like die at marilyn manson what you're saying here (laughs) (laughs) right right, in, in terms of the allegations and on the The David Bowie thing, and I've always said this is going to be the thing that could kill one of the biggest, greatest radio formats that America has ever had. If you start cancelling rock stars from the 60s to the 90s who had sex with underage girls and could be accused of Me Too related things... Every classic rock station needs to go off air right now because their entire oh, yeah. playlist
1: is canceled. I say all the time, if we canceled James Brown when James Brown was coming, was you know at his peak, we literally wouldn't have hip hop or rap. It would not exist. So uh, I don't know. I think you know what I think is the weirdest one on this list is uh, number five, Hugh Hefner, and the <laughs> quote is actually not a feminist. and was more accurately a big misogynist no you're telling me the dude who divorced his wife once he got famous and then instead of remarrying would just have a collection of significantly younger girlfriends on rotation all at once wasn't a feminist (laughs) now can we cancel someone that we've known about and exactly what he was doing because you know he put it in a pornographic magazine for 40 years can we cancel him once he's already dead that's long gone right. we should have canceled him at least 10 years ago right yeah, yeah yeah and um you know cancel him along with that girls next door show although that was great every once in a while if it wasn't on e and they'd give you like the dvds whoo get those dvds kids and um you know old school rock stars as well i mean
0: if uh, if a rock star admits that they formed a band because they wanted to get girls is that cancelable now is that too is that too close to me too
1: yes you know? it is i mean you know what i agree with the thomas edison one too i don't like light bulbs <laughs> candles forever and you you of all people should be on board with that What, candles? Yeah, I don't see any lights on in here. You know what I do see? Candles. Well, that's because I'm trying to get us a bed bath and beyond and Bath and Body Works sponsorship. Hashtag I, I, me too, Mr. Edison. I was
0: specifically going for uh, Bath and Body Works, but since I've seen the USA and Freedom Cushions in Bed Bath and Beyond, I think we've got potential to be sponsored from from, from both places. Right. I mean, I, I was going to go up to the Bed Bath and Beyond and say, look, could I speak to a manager? Um, I know that you've kicked out Mr. My Pillow. How about you embrace Did You America right. instead? Because I'd look great posing with those cushions that say Freedom on them. I'm sorry. I got distracted by a text
1: message. <laughs> it's, it's what I do.
0: <laughs> right. I think that means it's about time to wrap up today's podcast. And we had so much more to get to, but we'll deal with it on Monday um, because uh, in fact, on Monday, we must start with Nicholas Cage's pig. I'm back. I'm down. Oh, do that's right. going to be so good. Uh, Did you is where you can go to. If you want to talk to us, uh, if you want to send us any messages, you can do it via the website. Also speak to me on Instagram where I'm Camfield off the radio or on Twitter, where I'm at, Ian Camfield, You can vote for Song of the Week on the poll at Ian Camfield or at didyouamerica.com. Uh, also on our website, check out old episodes or buy one of our lovely T-shirts. How great are the T-shirts, Jeremy? Oh,
1: so good on your nipples.
0: Didyouamerica.com is where you can go for all of that stuff. Thank you for hanging out with this one.